back. I told you the last episode was shitty. I know. I know. But just trust me. The product is good. So, um, I was supposed to do this right out of work, but that didn't happen because, like, I was a little hyped up on Mountain Dew, which isn't my fault. That's another complaint. No, is that really a complaint, though? No. <sighs> I had Mountain Dew instead of my usual tea, but I do have a complaint about tea. Um, and it's just, I, I, I feel like I'm on crack. This has to be what meth is like. But anyway, um... Quite a few things have happened. We're gonna take it uh, story by story. Stick with me. I have no idea where it's gonna go. Oh, but I am sipping on some Cella Rosa Red Apple, and it's it's good. Now, should I put that on top of the Mountain Dew? <laughs> I mean, we'll find out, won't we? Now, my first complaint is about the tea. Okay, the reason I couldn't, and normally I have my large cup of joe, okay, and then I have a large cup of peppermint tea. Trying to be new and try new shit. Um, I got this Celestial Seasonings Lemon Ginger. That tea is so fucking gross. I don't know how, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of it. I was told to try it with honey, but I'm not big on the honey flavor. So I wanted something to eat with my dinner. Um... Besides the water that I brought, because I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. Um, and the vending machine was having, the Coca-Cola vending machine was having some issues. And so I was forced to purchase a Pepsi product. I didn't want Pepsi because it's gross. Um, I didn't want that Lipton green tea because it tastes musty. I don't, I don't know what that's about, but it tastes gross. And um, my other option was. Mountain Dew, which I do not drink, um, for good reason. It's literally, you know how much caffeine, like if you have a migraine, I would suggest if you are, you know, if you don't mind taking medication, pop a couple of, uh, Dramamine and drink some Mountain Dew, the caffeine in there and all the sugar. It's, it's, I'm, I feel I get, this has to be what speed and meth feel like. This has to be what crack is like. It's just, I am so hyper but yeah um the lemon ginger tea mm -mm, mm -mm. i'm gonna have to try now they usually have good tea though because they make the bengal spice tea which is really good and they also make the, all the sleepy times and lemon zingers and raspberry zingers those are good this one mm -mm, nah okay so keeping my complaint about food you guys know i'm trying to touch bases with foods that i refuse to eat as a child and the next one on my list was Brussels sprouts. Now, my best friend told me, hey, you got to try it in the oven, you know, with some bacon, blah, blah, blah. Maybe she told me to saute. Either way, she tried, told me to try it with pork products. Those usually work, right? Um, Brussels sprouts are nasty as the fuck. I could not believe, first of all, the stench. I have recently fried wings. I have fried... Um, Salmon. I made some lemon pepper salmon, y'all. I mean, uh, not not salmon. I made some lemon pepper shrimp that was so good, I swear. But it did not perfume the atmosphere the way that these nasty ass Brussels sprouts did. It was just fucking disgusting. Okay, and I'm disappointed because 
most of everything else on the list I've, I, that I went back to, I like. Um, yogurt, when I found the one that I could tolerate that, you know, because I still like the Chobani, even though it's a little too tangy. But I do like the Yoplait non-dairy joints. I just wish they were a little sweeter. And onions. I can do onions in a lot of things now. Um, the non-button mushrooms, like the, the baby bellas. I'm going to try the actual portobellas and the shiitakes and oysters. But I just know I don't like the the white, nasty, slimy ones, okay? Bell peppers I can do now as long as they're not green. Green bell peppers have no place in anyone's kitchen. Um, and also, oh, well, no, 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 no. I take it back. There's one that I didn't like, uh, butternut squash. Mm-mm, don't like it. I don't like it savory. I don't like it sweet. I do not like butternut squash. But, yeah, Brussels sprouts, fucking gross. <sighs> okay. Let's get into some news. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my wine. <sighs> Exponentially better than the golden honey peach one. It tastes just like I bit into an apple. Um, la- Yesterday or a couple days ago, I, lo- I lose track of my days. Uh, a federal judge has approved a $626 million statement um, for the lead tainted poisoned waters of flint michigan long overdue um i believe jail time is still much much needed um included the defendants were of course the city of flint but also i think some engineers and the hospitals are included in this lawsuit it's a class action suit 80 percent of the settlement money is going to go specifically to the, the children who were um, who were affected by this, um, you know, lead poisoning will affect you for generations. Um, so they're, the how much money each child gets will depend on the age of first exposure and the severity of their injuries. Um, this is the least they could do. It's a long time coming. Um, but again, I still want more. I would like these city officials and the engineers who rerouted the water to the Flint River in the first place. They need to be under the jail. I mean, this is at the very least child neglect and it was intentional. It was purposeful. And this is a majority black city. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of child neglect, there was um, an Amber alert in our area, in my area, not for you guys in, you know, Germany and Brazil and non-Georgia. Um. There was an Amber Alert the past couple of days that just unnerved me. And it pissed me off about a lot of different things. Okay. First things first, they need to redo these Amber Alert systems. Because when it comes to your phone or whatever electronic device you're using that's tied into the system, I think it's usually your cell phone. Maybe it's iPad too. I don't know. All it tells you is the ve- what the vehicle looks like. It'll be like a gray Ford Focus. You know, maybe they have a tag. Maybe they don't. Um. But they never tell you who the Amber Alert is for. Who am I looking for? It's a million silver Toyota pickup trucks. Who is the Amber Alert for? And I still didn't know until the next day what the Amber Alert is about. I happened to be watching the news. Nothing ever came for clarification. Okay, you're looking for this. So the Amber Alert was for the car, really, not even for the kid. And it was a one-year-old. The car... The car was stolen while it was running. I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, so the car was taken with the child in the back seat. They found the car 
And then they just recently found the, the child un, unharmed, thankfully. Thank God for that. But um, I, I'm, I'm not getting enough from the mother. Some charges need to be filed because it makes no sense. Now, let me preface this by saying I do not have any biological children. However, but I have assisted in the care and housing of quite a few children from as far back as I can remember. At no point in, in having to transport those children to and fro and having um, gotten groceries like this lady did, have I ever left the children in the fucking car? What are you doing? I, I'm not going to knock her for having to get groceries whatever time she went because her schedule is what her schedule is. But wouldn't it make more sense to turn your car off, take your keys, take your child, your one-year-old, in his car seat, booster seat, into the house, and then get your groceries? Why would you take your... Why were you taking your groceries into your car, I mean, into your house, leaving your car running and your baby in the back seat? It's not making any sense to me. And I'm, I'm going to need some charges. I'm, I'm going to need her to face something, a fine, some, some, some counts, something. She's going to have to do something because the story ain't making no sense to me. It just, I no, I'm happy that her child is safe. Um... But the fact that she did this late at night lets me leads me to believe she does this kind of thing where you leave your baby in the car while you running in and out of the house. Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Another story I read about recently didn't make no damn sense. Um, basketball great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar okay, has a 29-year-old son named Adam. Adam lives with somebody old, an elderly somebody. Okay, okay. So Adam's house and the neighbor's house share a driveway. Back in June, Adam and his neighbor, who's also old, uh, got into it about the roommate's trash can, like not being rolled away from the driveway in a timely fashion. Adam didn't take too kindly to this. And he commenced to stab in the neighbor several times. I don't know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's financial situation, nor do I know his sons, nor is he required to provide for his 29-year-old. But I just think it's odd that you're 29 years old and you have an elderly roommate and an elderly neighbor. Like, what's, what's going on with that? But anyway, the prosecution wanted to do what they do, prosecute the fullest extent of the law. And I think maybe because of the last name. Um, but that's just me. They wanted him to go away for a multitude of charges for seven years. And I don't know if it was because of COVID or because it was literally his first offense, didn't have history of any of that. He pled guilty to whatever he pled guilty to. And he received a six-month sentence. Now, he is allowed to apply for basically house arrest. And the prosecution is saying, we don't want that. But I don't know if the prosecution actually gets to argue that in case or if they just look at his record that doesn't really isn't really long and say, OK, you can do six months. But I'm saying if the, he if he hasn't moved, he still has the same neighbor. Right. If I'm the neighbor and you didn't stab me up about a, a, a dumpster, um, I don't want you back next door. But then again, I'm not the neighbor who would get into it about a fucking trash can. But anyways, yeah, another story didn't make no damn sense.
another lawsuit I read about, um, the U.S. Department of Justice. They like to sue folks, too. They are suing Uber for violating the American Disabilities Act. Excuse me. I think that's considered like a civil rights kind of thing. But I didn't read it. I didn't make that connection when I wrote this down. Anyways, basically Uber is charging folks additional wait time fees if it takes them longer to get into the car, regardless of the reason why. Um, and if you have physical disabilities that require you to transport, you know, a wheelchair or, you know, a walker or something like that, or you have to pay these additional fees so that the driver isn't allowed to cancel your ride or just leave you there because it's taking you so long to get in the car and get them on their way. Um, I'm believing that the Department of Justice is going to win this lawsuit. It seems like something simple enough. However, it's going to be kind of a landmark case because it's this administration against a tech giant and Uber is a tech giant. Um, and they've also, Uber's kind of taken over the whole taxi ride share, kind of created the ride sharing industry. I mean, taxis wasn't even considered ride sharing. Um, I don't know how soon this is going to go to trial. I don't know how much attention I'm going to pay to it, but I do think that the Department of Justice is going to win this one. But that's just me. Okay, let's talk about the NBA for a sec. This section might get a little long-winded, but I can do that because it's my damn show. Let me take another sip of my wine. No, seriously, this is really good wine. Mm. This might be my favorite Stone Rosa flavor. I may have to double back to the black, or no, the blueberry. It's up there. It's, it's up there. Anyway, let's see. Tuesday on the 9th. Whew, you have the Atlanta Hawks losing against the Utah Jazz, 110 to 98. Kevin Herter, Herter, Opie had 28 points. Trey had six assists. Capella had 12 rebounds that I like. And for Utah, um, Donovan Mitchell had 27 points. Conley had six assists. And Gobert had 14 rebounds, which I like. Um, also, Tuesday. You guys are never going to believe this in the NHL. And wait, am I going to do this at the same time? I said this was an NBA update. Forget what I said. This is a sports update. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are missing quite a few players, but we don't care. I don't care. Um, they won in a shootout. If you don't speak hockey, what happens is at the end of regulation, the game is tied. So they go into their overtime, which is, I think – until whoever scores, but it's like a maximum of however many minutes. I think it's like 10 minutes, whatever. At the end of that, if nobody scored, then they go to a shootout where you have to, I think you get like a best out of five, or not best out of five, but you get five tries to hit the the puck through the thing, and whoever gets the most then wins. Now, should for some reason you go to um, – past the shootout and still be tied it's like a sudden death thing where the first one who misses the goalie the shot on the goalie loses anyway i'm explaining this horribly but whatever chicago won they won three to two um let's see seth jones and kairaj i was supposed to research how to pronounce that but i forgot they had a goal each and then of course they beat they won the shootout and then for pittsburgh jeff carter had both of their goals so 
the Blackhawks are now, oh, excuse me, three, nine and two. And their new head coach, Derek King, is two and oh. Um, Wednesday night, you had a really, really good game, Miami versus the Lakers. They went into overtime. Lakers won 120 to 117. Uh, no Jimmy Butler. He was out with some kind of sprained ankle. But I think this was the most complete game that the Lakers had played all season. And, you know, I know there was no LeBron and um, there was no Jimmy Butler. And Duncan Robinson had an off game. And Tyler Hero missed some shots at the end of regulation. I know, yeah, at the end of regulation that I know he makes often. Um, but it was still the best game that they've played. They still had some brain farts, some some assignments that just didn't get done. But let's get into it. Uh, Malik Monk had 27 points, 14 assists. No, Russell had 14 assists, and AD had 13 rebounds. I like it. Of course, Russell got his standard triple-double, uh, 25, 14, and 12. And um, for Miami, Bam had 28 points. Kyle Lowry had 11 assists. P.J. Tucker had 13 rebounds also, which I love because P.J. Tucker is short, and for him to get up there. Um, can somebody tell Bam about the new rules? There were two separate plays where he pushed into – he pushed all his shoulder into – I think it was Anthony Davis both times. But it's like, bam, they're not – that's an offensive foul. You're not going to get that call. Like, what are you doing, sir? Oh, also not playing for Miami was um, – what's his face? Ooh, one of the Morris twins that I love. But I'm going to talk about that in a second. Uh, then also Wednesday, you had Charlotte beating Memphis, 118-108. Charlotte figured out how to win. Uh, Kelly Oubre had 37 points. LaMelo had eight assists. Bridges had Bridges and LaMelo had nine rebounds. And then for Memphis, Ja had 30, oh, God, I can't talk, 32 points, eight assists, and Steven Adams had 13 rebounds, which I like. And then Chicago beat Dallas 117-107. to 107. Chicago looks so good, y'all. Levine had 23 points. DeRozan had – oh, DeRozan Anzo, sorry, had six assists, and Vooch had 10 rebounds. Vooch is now out with the COVID. And for Dallas, KP had 21 points. That's Chris that's Porzingis, I'm sorry. He had 21 points. Luke had 10 assists, and Porzingis had 12 rebounds, which I like. Golden State beat up on Minnesota 123-110. to 110. Uh, Wiggins had 35 points against his former team, and he loved it. Iggy had eight assists, and Kevon Looney had 17 rebounds, which I love. And let's see, Anthony Edwards had 48 points. Pat Bev and uh, D'Angelo Russell had seven assists, and Cat had 12 rebounds. 48 points. And then in a game of who could be raggedier, OKC beat New Orleans 108 to 100. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker had 33 points. Garrett Temple had five assists, and Balanchunas had 15 rebounds, which I do respect. And then for OKC, uh, Lugan, Lugans, Dort, he had 27 points. Uh, Josh Giddy had nine assists and 12 rebounds. Um, so we're ending the couple days of basketball. The Lakers 1-0 on that stretch. Golden State 1-0. Charlotte 1-0. Atlanta 0 and 1, uh, New Orleans 0 and 1, Memphis 0 and 1, and Chicago 1 and 0. And let's get into the conference top tens in just a smidge. Now, before I get into the conference top tens, let's get into this Miami situation. Um, 
there was a game which we didn't cover because I don't care about either team between Miami and Denver in which one of them fine-ass Morris wins. I forget. I think it's Markeith. He takes a cheap shot against Nikola Jokic. And then Jokic turns right around, runs, chases uh, Keith down the court. You didn't have to run that far. And bulldozes, you know, gives him a shoulder shot or whatever. And Keith falls down in pure agony. And um, the Heat players decided that they wanted to, quote, unquote, talk to Nicola after the match. And there was this scheduled candid photo um, <laughs> of some of the Heat players, minus a few lighter-skinned ones, um, seemingly waiting for Nikola Jokic outside of the locker room. It looked like, um, oh gosh, almost 10, year, 10 plus years ago, the singer Monica, if you don't know, she was um, promoting one of her albums and had these quote uh, candid photos of her walking out of some building into an SUV. But then the, the photographer somehow ended up in the car with her. And I'm like, girl, what is this? That's kind of what it looked like to me. Just staged confusion. I don't know if you guys know, but Nikola Jokic has, I think, two brothers who um, I don't think, excuse me, I don't think they've ever had legal employment. You get what I'm saying? Um, Eastern European fellas are different. Like, I'm not saying, like, the Italian mob isn't or the, um, you know, the, the the whoever. I'm not saying, you know, the Bloods and the Crips and all them. Everybody got their own, you know, toughness to them respect that and the Morris twins are from wherever they're from and you know they beat up folks for trying to say their mom out the Applebee's all that but the Eastern European fellas are different and I remember last season didn't they try to there was some kind of scuffle on the court and they were on the sidelines and people were like mm-mm, mm-mm. the one brother in particular I know is a scary individual like I'm not doing nothing that would aggravate them. The second that Markeith made this non-basketball play on him and then tried to play victim, and then the twin brother was on Twitter talking shit, you're making it about more than basketball. I don't want nothing more than basketball with the Jokic brothers. Nicola's not the one. Like, he's not he's not the one for you to have an issue with. And, you know, the Morris brothers, they believe in running, you know, family versus family. So it would be nothing less than fair for the Jokic brothers to get involved. I don't want that. I I would, nah, I'm, I don't want those issues. And I think deep down the Morris brothers don't. And like I said, I love them. They fine. I love me some Morris twins. But this is not a cross that you need to bear. Okay? Lead them, lead them, let, it, let it just be what it is. Let it be the end of it. And let this all go away. And naturally... Keith sat out the Miami game for whatever reason listed, but mm-mm, nah, I know them, them two. Nah, mm-mm, nope. I'm going to have to back up off of this line because it's good. Um, This is, let's get into the NBA conference top tens. So for the 
Eastern Conference, you have Washington, who look really good, y'all. They look really good. We're not going to pay attention to them, but they look good. Chicago, Brooklyn, Philly, Cleveland. What? Cleveland. Uh, the Knicks. And then for the the 7 to 10 spot, the um, playing tournament spot, you have Miami, Toronto, Milwaukee, and Charlotte. And Charlotte is the only team on the top 10s for the Eastern Conference that is below 500. And then for the West, you have Golden State Warriors, who are 10 and 1 at this point. Phoenix, Utah, Dallas, Denver, the Clippers. And then in the playing spots, you have the Lakers, the Grizzlies, the Kings, and the Trailblazers. And uh, let's see, the Kings and the Trailblazers are the only teams below 500. All right, it's, it's early in the season. We're doing top, top 10s, but every three or four weeks, we're going to get into it just to see, you know, throughout the season what changes are made. Did I have anything else basketball-wise to say? No, I don't think we even talked about LeBron being out for a month or two with whatever type of whatever it is. But yeah, just throwing out there, LeBron's out for the next month or two. I don't trust the Lakers, but they played a good game against Miami. So like we talked about last episode, one of the few actual news pieces that I had, the Cleveland Browns were doing us a favor of releasing Odell um, because he deserved to go where they could use him. And so... He recently signed with the L.A. Rams, who is a team that I believe is going to the Super Bowl. Um, He joins Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup uh, on the offensive end. And on the defense, they have Aaron Donald, who is a beast, and Jalen Ramsey, who I think is talented, but I still don't necessarily like, and some other folks. So good for Odell Cornelius Beckham Jr., who is fine, in case you didn't know. Also, quarterback news, Cam Newton is making his return to the Carolina Panthers pending a physical. Uh, Sam Donald is out four to six weeks with something, even though Sam Donald, that experiment was dying fast. Um, He's joining P.J. Walker, who I can't place, Matt Barkley, who I don't remember. Excuse me. Sorry, it's the wine. And the Panthers are currently four and five um, with plenty of football left. They're at the bottom of their division, which is not a good division anyways. But there's plenty of football left. This is coming into week 10. Yeah, it's coming into week 10. So I I think, um, well, I don't know. We'll see if he even gets to play, really, because he might just be there for emotional support. But that's the football news. Okay, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in the last episode because it was so shitty and so last minute, but the college football playoff rankings came out Tuesday afternoon. Oh, no, they hadn't come out. Anyways, forget that. The college football, the college, yeah, football playoff rankings, whoa, um, are in. Right now they have Georgia at one, Alabama at two, Oregon at three, Ohio State at four, Cincinnati at five, Michigan at six. Those would be the bowl games. And then they have um, Michigan State at seven, Oklahoma at eight, Notre Dame at nine, and Oklahoma State at ten. And honestly, 
Cincinnati was number six in the week before, and with them struggling against Tulsa, um, I'm surprised that they only they only they went up one because um, I think that was because Michigan State just completely lost it. But that's their rankings going into week 11, and I think there might be some teams playing today. So week 11 for football. No, there are some teams. What the fuck am I talking about? Okay, okay, number one. That was the college football playoff rankings for week 11. So I saw, like, I see all the memes about the um, Gen Zers reclaiming everything that belonged to the generations before them as brand new. And I laugh at that. But then I saw this uh, article about live stream shopping. And um, they're saying it's this new thing and then um, that businesses are using it with the help of like social media influencers to push product with the retail brick and mortar stores being not so much a thing now with COVID. Um, so live stream shopping is nothing more than QVC and HSN um, mixed with like inter- uh, IG and Facebook live. It's just, it's the home shopping network via somebody's IP address. That's it. Um, nothing new about it. And they're like, oh, it's a way to make it personal and have them try it on and tell you how great it is. It's Home Shopping Network, okay, Jewel TV, uh, QVC, just over the internet. That's all it is. Live stream shopping. Yeah, live stream shopping. In brief COVID news, I feel, although I think I come back to it later. Uh, Pfizer is asking the FDA to approve the COVID booster for all adults, regardless of um, risk status. So look forward to that. I'm still not mixing doses. Um, um, I'm I'm a Pfizer princess myself. So yeah, boosters coming for Pfizer. We talked episodes ago about um, the Consumer Index reporting that Uh, There was a percent or so increase in the overall price of goods. Well, there has been reported that uh, by several people that there is a 6% inflation in consumer goods over the past year. Like from October of 2020 to October 2021, overall 6% inflation. And in my opinion, it's going to get worse with these um, supply chain issues. And again, the... The U.S. is somehow saying that this isn't going to affect goods for like Christmas shopping and because they want you to spend your money. But the CEO of that Maris company that we talked about said this was going to last us into 2022. Um, and another report said that this inflation is the highest that it has been um, in the past three decades. It's a 30 year high on inflation. And I will say, thankfully, right now, I haven't really seen it at the gas pump. Um but I do know for sure I've seen it in uh, random goods at the grocery store. So it's definitely here. Um, and just hoping that it doesn't last long and that, you know, the market kind of is able to correct itself once we solve the some of these issues. Okay, let's get into some international shit. Um, Singapore. The Ministry of Health there has announced that they are uh, beginning December 8th. They will not pay the medical bills of unvaccinated folks. If you were unvaccinated by choice, meaning not if you had a medical exemption um, or, you know, something that your doctor basically said, you don't need to take the vaccine and you end up 
in the hospital with the COVID, um, you are going to be on your own. They had been financing it, paying for people's COVID treatments and stuff. Um, they said the time that that day is over with. The thrill is gone. They said the unvaccinated make up a sizable majority of the intensive inpatient care and they disproportionately contribute to the strain on healthcare resources. So, yes, yeah, Singapore said we're not footing the bill any longer. Uh, New York Times is saying that the U.S. is um, negotiating a deal, quote unquote, to send Johnson & Johnson vaccines to areas of conflict. Um, this is almost good, but isn't Johnson & Johnson like the least effective of the vaccines? But maybe maybe that's because it's only one dose as opposed to two. Um And even so, Moderna is actually selling 1,100, 1,100, is serving 110 million doses to um, certain African union members. So that's good. But also, we know that they're having issues with not just the vaccine, but in syringes. So make sure you send enough needles too. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, I guess that's good that you're sending them Johnson & Johnson vaccines. So something's better than nothing, right? But yeah. I don't know. Why don't you send them Pfizer and Moderna? What's the issue? Get them stuff that works. Okay, so I have more for George Kordahi, the information minister of Lebanon who made those statements against uh, Saudi Arabia. Well, his record's not so clean. Um, that again, this is all of this is happening before he gets this position. Um, he was on some talk show talking to a bunch of women because I guess that's his core audience. And he said that basically the job of the information minister is to um, censor basically the internet. It's to to uh, seek out smear campaigns against the government and to regulate social media. So he is his views are hmm, conflicting. Uh, now, he doesn't want to be censored himself in what he said when he said it or nor apologize for it, but he feels he should have or the person in that position should have the power to do so. Um, interesting. Okay, so I receive a newsletter from Corruption and Climate Change. I think it's um, a really cool organization that keeps you informed on different things going on around the world. And they are reporting an investigation. I believe it's their investigation. Um, into a high volume of menthol cigarettes in Europe. Um, so last last year, the EU banned menthol cigarettes. Um, but the European Union, I don't I don't understand how you have that type of power um, because they can't really enforce it besides, I guess, financial sanctions. But they didn't specify the maximum allowable amount of menthol. Like they didn't ban it all together. They banned it from being basically the main flavor of the cigarette or tobacco product. And they're determining this apparently by smell test. So there's been still an abundance of menthol cigarettes over in Europe. The biggest culprit or legal opportunist, as I call them, uh, is Japan Tobacco International. Have you heard of them? Maybe not. Have you heard of their subsidiary companies? Yes, you have. They have nine, I guess not subsidiary, I'm sorry, flagship brands per their website. Winston, I know you've heard of Winston can, uh, cigarettes. Camel, I know you've heard of Camel cigarettes. LD, which I've never heard of, but I don't smoke. 
Mevious, Benson and Hedges. I did not know they were still a thing. I thought that was like a relic of like the 80s. Um, Glamour, uh, Sobrani, London, Silk Cut, and Natural American Spirit Cigarettes with the with the Native American caricature on the front. Yeah, a Japanese company owns that. Um, and just so you know how much money this is, in 2020, so the year all hell broke loose, their revenue was 2.1 trillion yen. Now I know you don't compute with yen money, so let me translate. That was 18.4 trillion United States dollars in one year of profit from this tobacco company. Wow. They're also reporting this, which is a shocker to me that the U.S. would do or say anything against um, its BFF Israel. So they blacklisted the NSO group. Now, who are they? The NSO group, they are an Israeli firm that developed spyware they used against uh, politicians, essentially. Um, So in banning the group and blacklisting it, what that does is it minimizes their income. It um, bars American businesses to make dealings with them. I think that uh, is an interesting punishment. I didn't know the U.S. was punishing Israel for anything, but I guess this is a good place to start. Um, The European Union has dealt with a lot of uh, upticks in COVID and COVID deaths. They actually, Europe is responsible for more than half of the world's COVID deaths just in the month of October. Um, And so their chancellor, I don't know what a chancellor does, Alexander Schallenberg, he is, um, he was basically just, I guess, thinking out loud, talking about a possible lockdown for unvaccinated Austrians. Um, I mean, sure, lock, lock it down. I'm only saying that because, anyway, no. Uh, yeah, he's thinking about locking it down specifically for the unvaccinated over there in Austria. And I don't know if that would spread out to the rest of the European unions because, I'm on lockdown in Austria, but our neighbors are out living wild and free. Um, We'll see if that comes about or if that spreads out. Um, So I read this headline and I was like, oh, it's a little biased because, you know, America and China. But I mean, there's cause for concern a little bit. I think in any political party, it's because we're concerned. The Chinese Communist Party has officially recognized their president, I'm going to guess Xi Jinping. Um, Basically, he's one of the goats. He's up there with Mao Zedong as a basically a pillar of the communist society of 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 China, excuse me, and um, elevating China to be competitive against world powers like the U.S. Um, They're saying this could mean that they're going to extend his reign over the Communist Party. But he kind of already did that. Back in 2018, he eliminated any kind of requirement that a president could only run for two terms. Um, so basically, there's nobody around who would successfully um, challenge him for the presidency. And then that would be that next year when they have their, if, is it an election? Is it a meeting? Whatever. When they ever decide who's in charge moving forward, 
um, he could very well be, get his third term of presidency. And they have five-year terms. So he's on year nine. Uh, he's probably going to push it to 15. And this is um, concerning not because they're communists. This will be concerning in any and every political atmosphere. Um, no one should be president for life. That is not a president. A president, you come in for uh, however long, you do what you need to do, and then you get out of the way for the next person to come in. Um, I think that's scary. Uh, Hoggish Greeley people were talking about ending the two-term limit, and he hadn't even won a second term. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that's a dangerous precedent. Um, so hopefully they keep it cute over there and whether, whether they stay with him or not, hopefully they don't, you know, stay with him for life. Cause that's, that's madness. Okay. Pop quiz. How much alcohol have I had? It's still a rose of wine, right? So it's not that potent. Um, I've had enough wine to where I started this episode telling you that it was the red apple and that I could taste the apple in it. Baby, I drank that yesterday. This is the watermelon Stella Rosa, which is on par with the red apple. Very good. Um, yeah, lesson learned. Again, don't do a last minute episode like I did Tuesday and limit your alcoholic intake. Or maybe not. I don't know. I'm really having, uh, I might do this again. But just a heads up uh, <laughs> on that. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Uh, if you have any comments or concerns, please direct them to the website for this podcast at anchor.fm slash razzle dazzle anchor.fm slash r-a-z-z-l-e-d-a-z-z-l-e. Uh, let me know how you feel, what you think, what you want to hear about, what you don't want to hear about, what you're tired of hearing about, uh, what you don't like, what you love. Um, you can listen to every episode of the podcast, even the really, really shitty ones. Um, you can leave, like I said, a comment or concern, a question. You can donate to this podcast, which I would greatly appreciate if you chose to do so via Google Pay, but from the website. Um, you can, I said, listen to other websites. I mean, listen to other uh, episodes of the podcast. Spread the words. Tell a friend, tell a friend. If you're bored, let them be bored too. If you're entertained, let them be entertained too. I appreciate it all. Um, is there anything else I want to say before I go here? Oh, wait. I did want to mention, uh, shit, what was that shooting on the movie set? Rust. Alec Baldwin, yeah, he's getting sued now by a good friend of the lady he killed who basically held her in her in his arms as she died. Um, he basically saw them mishandling the weapons before the incident, reported it. They didn't do anything about it. Uh, unknown how much, but they are seeking compensatory and punitive. So it's going to get pricey. That's all I got for now. I'll talk to you guys. What's today, Friday? I'll talk to you guys Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend safely.